Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hold on, hold on. I feel like we better change clothes if we're going to get on an airplane. I mean, we smell horrible. I, I'm showery. What are we doing with all the books? That's yeah, what I've know. been doing. I've been reading this whole time. We can't fly them. Not all that. Yeah, you're right. We better reconnect with Pine this morning. All right, to the... Uh, I mean, it's either that or one of us is driving back from Idaho. You know, if we want to keep them in J cell, that's the only way to do it. So, I mean, I'm fine turning them over to, to Miss Pine, as I stated before. But I just wanted to point that out. So, there's a third option. I'll copy them. That's what I'm trying to do. Well, there's that. There's also you could make your own green box. Ooh. I like that option. I say give them Miss Pine, though. I did tell the others that we we're turning over the binders. Yep, we did. Making our own green box would be quite fun, though. But another time, I guess. I mean, no one knows you have that except for Samantha Pearson crew. That's what I mean. I mean, Pierce might. Yeah, she threatened me. So yeah. I mean, not re- not really, but she, you know. She was also super cool with the fact that you chose to go against orders and blow the entire place up. And kind of also came prepared to blow that place up. Also true. All right, well, there's a uh, a third option that presents itself. We give him Miss Pine. Uh, Jack here could drive him back now. Um, jet lag could drive him back <laughs> from Idaho. Uh, or, I live in Florida. <laughs> yeah, well, I know, but uh, all right. Well, I guess if uh, Jumper wouldn't mind the company, the two of us could drive him back to D.C. and hide him somewhere there. Well, geez, um, how many of these binders we got? Why don't we just, like, rent one of those? Or we could just take them back to my place in Boston. You're in None Boston? of these I are convenient. You were in Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, so I mean, you... I guess we could... They could all go into somebody's... We, we could each take a binder into our carry-on, I guess. Let's hope to God they don't get searched, because that would be some shit. It's it's a bunch of binders. Like, it's, it's easy, like... Paper. 30, right? 40 things, yeah. Why don't we ship them? I mean, do you really want to... Do you really want them just in transit somewhere? We've seen weirder shit than a package not showing up where it's supposed to be. That's that's more no, my concern. No. These, these need to be either we find a place to stash them, or we transport them ourselves. Or we give them to Pine. Which I'm fine with. I'm more than okay turning them over to Miss Pine. I want to do whatever the rest of you want to do. We got 40 binders or something? Is that what you said? 
It's a bunch of them. Yeah, it's it's a bunch of research. You only read a couple of them because you only had a couple minutes to do it, kind of thing. But yeah, how you, long you would have it take it? to scan everything electronically and then burn the hard copies? Probably a while, but like <laughs> you, you could do that, but it would definitely take some time. Well, like, I guess I, I, think, I guess I'll also that. remind you, like uh, Samantha Pierce mentioned that the sa- that something in the truck is tracking you. That's how they find you. That's how they found you. Right. They wouldn't. Oh, um, we couldn't take their truck. We'd have to rent our own vehicle. It's the Drive. cell phone. It's the satellite phone. Yeah, the sat phone. Stick with our plan and hand in the binders to Pine. See what she says. Yeah, it is apparently a 36-hour drive back to <laughs> Baltimore, to the D.C. area from Boise. So, um, what good is what good is this stuff sitting in a green box somewhere? You can come back for when you have more time. I don't plan, to, you know, to be back in Boise anytime soon. So, I say we give them the pine. I'm I agree. Back. I don't want these binders just sitting in my house, anyways. Yep. And you I don't want, you know, out. nothing against UPS, but again, I don't want them getting intercepted. I don't want any of that crap. Hell, we, we pack them in our luggage, even one of them. We don't know if we're going to see that bag ever again. Maybe I'm being paranoid, but that just seems par for the course at this point. Well, let me also bring up the fact that you did technically violate orders. Like, the chances of Miss Pine being happy about this necessarily? Like, yeah, you brought some stuff back, but are you prepared to kind of lie your way out of why that site went up in flames? Yeah, there was an evil wizard there. If she doesn't know anything, if she doesn't know enough about him to tell us that, you know, he's uh, a sand monster, then (laughs) what does she know that, like, how does she know he can't breathe fire or some shit? We, I, I think we can plausibly deny... Well, but Pierce knows that we burned the place. She was there to burn the place. She was there to burn the place. Did she just show up on her own with a truck full of fuel? Maybe. That's entirely possible. What if we get back there and she denies ever having been there? Give me an intelligence check. 27 success. Yoten, I'll put the Yoten because you got it on the first try. Yeah, so you remember back to your conversation in the bar and your, uh, your, your, your friend, your kind of seemingly disturbed friend that told you to burn it all. Oh, he said he had a friendly. He had a friend in the IRS. The double agent. So do, do we even need to report back into Pine? Can we just go home? Yeah, you already have the kind of stuff to get out of town. Starting to second guess turning these in, honestly. How are we going to explain to her that we we picked and choose what we destroyed? We didn't pick and choose. These were what we could save. Picked and chose. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Yeah. I mean, okay, so we could could honestly say that's what we got out before the place caught on fire. Because that's true. (laughs) And that is true. It is true. All right, let's say that... uh, or when we killed when we killed the mummy, it triggered a triggered a some kind of alarm that set the place on fire. I shot the mummy and it just burst into flames. Why the hell not? Why the hell not? In fact, I'm surprised that it didn't. Now that I mention it, because <laughs> <laughs> that seems pretty much in line with the rest of all this crap. So, um. 
we could say that. We could stick to that. Or we could hide them. And I have no idea where. Or we drive them back. <laughs> I rent a car. And uh, Jumper and I get to play every boring-ass road game for the next 36 hours. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just feel like 40 binders is too much to be inconspicuous about. Well, yeah, so also, you, you've been to some kind of exciting... The green box you've been to is kind of exciting. Like, storage lockers are just a thing you can rent anonymously as long as you put cash down up front that you could stash the stuff in at least temporarily. That stuff's pretty cheap. Um, you could buy a cheap car, kind of ditch it in the woods somewhere and throw all the binders in the back of it in like a plastic container. Yeah, not all green boxes are as cool as the bitch in Camaro. A lot of them are just kind of inconspicuous places to hide stuff. And also think about it. Who's actually going to go into that weird van in a junkyard? Like it's more about the fact it's just kind of in a junkyard. That's the important part. It's accessible, but also no one's going to climb inside of a pile of cars to kind of open the sliding door of a van. There's lots of inconspicuous ways to get into this. That's the kind of the spy craft aspect of this. There's tons of ways to hide in plain sight. Like, in a motel room, put it up above the ceiling or something like that. There's a bunch of ways you could hide this. Like, hell, you could bury it if you wanted to, hypothetically. All right, you know what? We could hide it here, or we can rent a car, drive back to D.C., and figure out a place to hide it there, where at least Jumper and I can get at it. I, I like that idea. I'm just, I guess that would only help people that are in D.C., right? I don't understand how we would end up using this later. I don't understand how leaving it in Boise would be useful. I mean, the whole point of coming here, well, was to kill an evil wizard. But, I mean, it's just a suggestion. We, again, we could easily, uh, we could turn it over to Miss Pine and lie, too. If we don't want to run that risk, then I think that that's the safest option. We drive back. We have to stop somewhere. Uh... Because I can't drive for 36 hours. I guess I could sleep. We could take shifts. But we all need to sleep right now. Yeah, um, I guess like t- to remind you, green boxes exist so you can ditch stuff that's too hot to tra- transport at that point in time kind of thing, too. Something's stopping you from coming back in a month or so once all the kind of heat on this location has died down or whatever to pick this stuff back up. Like, people go to Boise. Two of you have jobs that might, in theory, take you to Boise help. Agent Jumper can kind of travel indiscriminately given her profession. I don't know, like, she could come back to investigate the mysterious fire in Malta at the farm. Well, I was just going to say, I think we just put it somewhere safe here and move on. Yeah, and I'd also kind of say at the same time, not using your plane tickets that Delta Green's provided for you, that might also be suspicious to someone, hypothetically. All right. Do we have a way to contact each other outside of these missions you do not yet you don't even know each other's real names hypothetically i haven't given my real name ever i think jet lag might have to the forestry guy did i i don't know you gave a name i gave a name i don't know if that was a real name considering i made up a name for this session it probably was not my real name probably not your real name okay how far is oise from brookville kansas Probably a good good clip, would be my guess. <laughs> Western United States is big. I mean, I guess either way, we got to tell Miss Pine about this Kansas thing, right? Do you? 
Well, yeah, I would definitely. I think it's still under our investigation jurisdiction. Um, why? You could just investigate it yourself. You're all Delta Green agents. You can take up the lead on your own time too. Who knows if she'll even get? Did you even remember to bring the letter with you? Like, yeah, I stashed it. All right, you brought the letter with you. Yeah, who's to say you'll even be assigned to it? Kind of thing. Like, she might be pissed. There's a variety of things that could go weird with this. Like, also, he donated some stuff to a museum. How dangerous could that be? It's probably just some World War II memorabilia. The famous last words. Yeah, I think we all know it's uh, some terrible crap. I like the idea of us investigating our own. I mean, I tell you the truth, I don't really trust Miss Pine. Maybe we should look into this on our own. I mean, in that case, we just rent a car and take the binders with us for now and just drive our way to Kansas, huh? Well, we are... Didn't we agree that if we don't use the plane tickets, that won't look good? I mean, hell, we could call her up right now and just tell her we're following a lead. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. We don't need the plane tickets, and we can head to Kansas. How many days until this festival? About a week. Hell, shit. All right. um, We could. We could. It's a 20-hour drive. Uh, So I don't know about you, but I need some sleep. Well, I mean... If we're going to Kansas, just sleep here at night. We'll rent a car and head out. And then do we just keep 40 binders with us the whole time? Oh, yeah. Or are we... Okay. Um, sure. Uh, just for reference, though, that also puts you away from your job and family and loved ones for a week. And Yeah, it does. It, how long will that whole task force thing you're allegedly assigned to hold up as cover? Mm, well, that's a pretty yeah. official cover, I think. Mine can uh, until it's not. If if we get Miss Pond's blessing to continue the investigation, presumably the cover will carry over. I think we go with Miss Pine. Maybe we won't even get assigned to it. And honestly, at that point, I don't care anymore. We did our job. We told her that something's happening. If she assigns it to another Delta Green team to go investigate Kansas. More power to her. I got a job, kid, dog. Can't spend all my time Delta Greening. You got a kid and a dog? I do. Adopted kid. No. Where's your kid now? That's none of your goddamn business. Fair enough. All right. Let's, um, yeah. All right. Let's call her up, tell her about Kansas, and see if she wants us to go, I guess. What are you doing with the binders, I guess, first? Um, that will depend on whether or not um, she wants us to go to Kansas, I guess. Because if not, we got to stash them here. I still want to give them to Miss Pine, kind of, because like, we don't have time to go through 40 binders of stuff to f- determine if there's anything useful, especially if some of it's in weird languages or whatever. Oh, no, this is all in English. These are the kind of zoology binders. These are all kind of research notes. Uh, this is not the weird books. Nazi English. So very scientific. These are the things you were reading about the ghouls and stuff like that earlier in. Right. Okay. I got the old Norse tome too. At least one of them. All right. Um, well, we can't just keep... We, we could sit here all day and argue in circles about it. But I think... All right. So let's do this again. Who votes? We give them to Miss Pine. I do. Tackle. I do. Jet lag. Jumper, I'm going to have to 
err on the side of turning him over, I guess. It's just it's it's going to be too much of a hassle. We can't afford to have him out in the field. I think you're all making a mistake, but okay. If she wants us to keep him for some reason, she might. We could come up with a place to stash him. But I think just being open with her about it. Um, okay. So, uh, Short Straw, who's going to lie to her about the fire? I can do that. Yeah? Okay. All right. Thank you. I'm a horrible sweet dogger. Yeah, I think I am too. All right, Jumper. All right. I'm going to give... Why don't you give her a call? Yeah, Miss Pine a call. Tell her about that uh, mummy inferno and, uh, you know, the Kansas and uh, ask her what she wants to do with these books and uh, we'll go from there. So you make the call? Yeah. Um... Yep, make a call and see if she answers. All right, so she does indeed pick up, and it's just, what? What the fuck happened out there? What do you mean, what the fuck happened? We completed the mission and killed Jotun. Um, You just never said anything about zombies. When they explode, they explode in flames. It's. Have you not checked the news yet? It's all over the news. There's a giant There's an explosion at a farm. Out in Malta, there's a fire. Do you know how many acres of crops you idiots burned? We didn't burn it. The exploding zombie mummy thing did. We barely made it out of there alive. But it's dead. And all the things he had in there blasted to hell. We barely in, made it out of there alive. In where? In his little bunker was where he was literally on life support. It's kind of hard to explain, but he was basically in an Egyptian uh, urn with, um, like, essence being pumped into it. And that's what was keeping his mummy body going. And all the other forms that we ever saw were just creations of his, and not really him, but his mummy body that we exploded, you know, shot the shit and exploded in flames was him. So an explosion that was capable of cracking the ground, you four survived? We didn't start that way. Agent, don't lie to me. What happened out there? What happened was we killed the mummy, the bunker exploded, but only after we managed to get out. When we got out, the house... The silos and the fields around it were already aflame. It's kind of a long pause of just kind of, kind of hear some like angry breathing. Give me a persuade roll. All right. I failed with a 65 out of 50. Dang. Put me on speaker. Okay. I put her on speaker. I don't know why you four made the decisions you made. Congratulations on killing Felder. You picked wrong. I would seriously consider your choices and where your loyalties lie moving forward if you are to move forward. This kind of hangs up on all of you. I immediately call her back. She does not pick up. Does, does an answer machine pick up? It just goes to like this, uh, this number is no longer in service. Well, guys, um, she's not uh, back in another mission. So. We could all just go home. Who cares about Kansas? I mean, I don't know. These kind of things seem world-ending and possibly thousands of people will die, but hey, 
I got shit to do at home. I think we have to go to Kansas. If we're stuck with binders, we got to go to Kansas. I vote we don't go to Kansas. I vote we go home. I vote with Jumper on this one. I don't think we should go straight to Kansas, but next week we should see what's up with that event. I have to decide right now. We do have to decide is how what we're going to do with 40 binders. If we do not have the support of Delta Green, I'm not going to go because I don't even have money to pay for spending weeks in Kansas or whatever. Yeah, if it's going to be on our dime, that's not going to be uh, great um, for me either. So um, I guess we have to hide these, right? That's the only thing we can do I now. Be, um, I don't know. Where's the nearest college town? We're in I'm it. Pretty sure we can find a uh, like a um, in in house storage like place where people store documents and stuff. Yeah, are you gonna pay for that? Yeah, I can pay for that. Really? I mean, people store research paper all the time, especially in places that have like college towns or places that have a lot of research facilities. I was thinking more like burying a dumpster. That sounds. Then how are we going to access it without digging it back up? We put it in a vehicle and leave the vehicle somewhere? Yeah, I think that that so would be conspicuous. Someone could steal the vehicle or kids tow just it. tow it or kids who are just having a fun time light it on fire. Not saying I ever did that when I was a kid. At any point yeah. in time, I don't care what that sheriff says. Storage lockers are a thing. I like that idea. That's only a temporary solution because we got to pay for that, right? You can pay cash. How much does a storage locker actually run? Varies how big a storage locker you're getting and how how not seedy a facility it is. And depends on if we want it environmentally controlled or not. A couple like plastic containers from like Home Depot or something. You can shove all this stuff in there and then shove it in just like the cheapest storage locker you could find. Getting towards that storage locker. Put them in tubs, put them in storage locker, head home. All right. Let's go to Ikea, I guess. (laughs) Some pins. So you're still driving a car that somewhere is bugged. It might be the sat phone. It might be somewhere in the car itself. What's that? Are you going to deal with that? Are you just going to kind of do your Well, no, we're not going to take that. We're going to put these things in binders, call an Uber, (laughs) throw them in there and get in the Uber. All right. Also, uh, Jackal, there's no Ikeas in Idaho. Walmart? Okay. Um, You've all been up for um, 24 hours, too. Like, this is, it's starting to wear on you some, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, nothing bad's happening yet, but. Oh, I figured we were doing the whole binder shed thing tomorrow after we get some sleep. Okay. Do we miss our flights or? We have a yeah, one hour flights. We miss your flights. Shit. I didn't get we... rebook them. Let's try that. Don't give me a luck roll on that one. Each one of you individually. I failed 58. Oh, 50. Success, jet lag. Success, jackal. Success. All right. Wow, you all suck. All right, Yoten, give me a bureaucracy. I'm not very good at that. 67 failure. Yeah, so the the rest of you are pretty lucky. Like, uh, I guess your flights were super easy, or your seats or something. Like, yeah, moving it back a day is not a problem. 
Uh, Agent Yoten, you're not so lucky, I guess. Like, they're, there's nothing they can do to help you out on this one. You could also go back early kind of thing, too, hypothetically. All right, they won't rebook my flight. I would say just go. We'll take care of it. Agree. Okay. I mean, we can say that we all wanted to get some rest, and you just wanted to go home. Yep. Um, here. I'm looking for a paper and pen. Yeah, you, that, that's something you'd have on hand, hypothetically. I write out my cell phone number tear it off all right um before you go um i write my uh my dead drop phone my uh you know burner phone i write the number for that for him for aging yoten and for everybody else exchanging them numbers yep i do it two more times jackal jumper jet lag Mm -hmm. give me a shout should we have a code word or some shit? Pine trees suck. I don't know. Um, Dan man. How about this? When you call, even you jumper, say it's Clyde Bowman calling. Oh, I had a better idea. It was, I was going to be like, I tell you a joke. It was going to be funny. Okay. Nothing. I mean, I'm open to ideas. I just figured that was the easiest. I don't care. Y'all just pick something. Clyde Bowman. Got it. I'm Clyde Bowman. We're all Clyde Bowman. Sounds all good. Clyde Bowman. But hey, here's this joke. So, what does a bear call a pine tree in the woods? I, I don't know. I don't know. Toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> sure, okay. I've been up for a day. <laughs> so, oh, God. Yeah, so we're going to go your separate ways now. So, you're going to go to a hotel. Yo, and you're going home. Yep. All right. Got to take care of these books. Cool. All right. Yeah, so you've, you've got your separate ways. You've done the exchanging of numbers. You've established your kind of contact information, your identifier, I guess. Uh, yeah. Kind of successfully find a cheap dive hotel to kind of crash at. They'll take cra- a cash. You know, and you make it through airport security relatively easily. Uh, you get home. You land to several, like, I'm I'm talking like eight, nine uh, voicemails from your ex-wife, Tiffany, and like 30 texts all just like yelling at you to come over immediately to deal with the kids. Which reminds me, I'm getting pretty low on the sanity. I should probably do something about that. We will get to home scenes in a little bit. This is something else that may or may not be useful to that as well. We'll do home scenes after kind of this wraps itself out some. Okay, so I get home and then go right over to, I guess I call her. Yeah. I get home and I call Tiffany. She picks up just angry. Oh, thank fucking God you finally pick up your phone. I call the office. I call your phone. No one's picking up. Where the hell are you? I was on an assignment, but I'm back now. What's going on? I, I get it. You're an agent. You're busy. But also, you fought for partial custody of these kids. That means you have to show up when you said you were going to show up. I need a break. Come get them. Take them to the park or whatever. You've missed a couple weekend. You you missed a couple days with them this week already. Uh, just just come over here right now and deal with it. Kind of hangs up on you angrily, kind of thing. All right. I'm gonna flash back to Idaho now. It's kind of say it's the next day. 
The rest of you are kind of, you, know, you found a storage locker. It's a shitty, super divey. They're more than happy to take like 50 bucks for the next three months type of storage locker facility. All right. We got some rubber maids to throw this stuff in. Yeah. All right. Shopping, Cece. All right. So kind of give me some alertness checks as you're dealing with this. All right. You're paranoid. Like you've, you've pissed off Miss Pine as best you can tell. You're kind of maybe a little bit rogue right now. I'm paranoid. Yeah. You got a success. 18 out of 56. Got a 19 out of 47. Fail. 87. You're not being followed. Like uh, you, you kind of maybe jump on a couple people like that you think might be following you, but no, like it's, you're fine. You kind of successfully stashed this place and, as you're leaving, though, you see kind of across the street on just like a burned out building, some graffiti. And it's, it's weird. Like it's a bunch. It's like a local kind of stack on stack on stack spray paint mural. But in the center of it, in a weird way, just kind of like doesn't make sense. It's there. You, you see a shape and it's familiar. And again, it's that. Kind of on top of all of that spray paint, you see that weird kind of question mark yellow looking thing just right there on top of all the other graffiti. Like the center of a flower thing. Yeah. Where do we see this? In this graffiti on the side of this uh, par- uh, kind of abandoned building hmm. near the kind of storage locker place. Um, Like, is the building boarded up? Like, Oh, yeah, it's it's super shitty. Just have you go look at that. See how fresh it is. All right, we're gonna flash back to Jotun. So you've had your uh, you had your kids. They've kind of spent the night with you. Um, it's breakfast. They're kind of you're, you're cleaning up, and your son is drawing something on just kind of a piece of paper. And you kind of look over his shoulder, and again, maybe he drew this, maybe he didn't. But again, he's somehow drawn this weird yellow question marky thing. Just on a random piece of paper you gave him, you didn't remember giving him a yellow pen or kind of crayon to draw with, but there it is. Amongst a bunch of other shapes, but it's, it's there, clear as day to you. You see this weird yellow symbol. Just kind of in your son's doodles. Uh, Jeff. Jeff, what what is that? It looks at you. It's drawings, Dad. Yeah, the the, the, the yellow uh, squiggle thing. What, where, where's that from? Kind of Looks at you, looks at it. I don't know, just just, just a squiggle, I guess. Uh, kind of looks around. Didn't have yellow earlier, did I? Can we find my yellow crayon, Dad? Sure, sure. Um, yeah, so you're you're doing that? That's that's its own type of weird. What? Yeah, no, you um, back to Idaho. You're gonna search the building. Yeah, I just want to see if it looks like it's. Months old or a year old or a minute old? Uh, it's it's an old building. Like it looks like it's been boarded up for a couple of years at least, kind of thing. Like, I mean the uh, actual marking. Oh, the actual marking. Um, could somebody have just done it? You can't really tell. No, it's, it's definitely not fresh. Like it's as best you can tell, it's been there a while, kind of thing. And which is weird because like it's definitely newer looking than a bunch of the graffiti that it's on top of, but it also, like, definitely is not new. Does it look like there's any kind of, uh, I mean, I don't want to be, like, arrested for breaking and entering, but does it look like there might be an easy way to 
get in or at least peer into this building to see what's in there? Uh, it sounds like a search. Okay. Yeah, so you kind of look you look around the building some, and you find yeah, there's a, there's a, like a, most of it's boarded over and kind of with plywood in the way and stuff like that, but you do find after a little bit of time, just like when you could kind of push the plywood enough to kind of look inside. Yeah, so inside this building, like it's just abandoned. It has this horrible smell. There's kind of dust everywhere. It is, I'd call it a crack den, except it's like no one's living there kind of thing. Like it's just, it's cold, it's damp, it's dusty no one's lived there for a long time maybe some homeless people camp there every once in a while i will explain why the kind of plywood is a little bit ajar that you could like kind of look inside but no one lives here no one that'd be spray painting that weird symbol on the side of the building anyway well i'm gonna take a picture of the like memorial with my cell phone sure and then uh okay so you take a picture of it it doesn't show up on your camera on the phone when you take a picture of it, but after the picture's taken, when you're looking at the image again, it's there. WTF. So when you're when you're holding the camera about to take the picture, there's no yellow symbol. Yeah. When you take it, it shows up. On the picture you took, yeah. That's not creepy. Tell you what. I'm gonna go catch a flight. <laughs> Seems like it's something that's a little beyond us. Well, I mean, yeah. you could call Miss Pine and talk to her about it. I don't think she wants to talk to us. I'm just going to file that away in my brain. Is I don't have a working number. Last time I called her, uh, that's true. the number I had is disconnected. So. Right, so everyone kind of goes their separate ways and goes home? Yep. Yeah. All right, yeah. Everyone makes it home. Safe and sound kind of thing, which means it's time for some home scenes. Mm. These are going to be a little bit longer because obviously some weirdness is afoot. Who wants to start with this? I suspect you all could use, I guess, first off, did anyone with your breaking point as part of this? No, I got close, but I didn't. Yep. I'm one, one point above it. Yeah, you are. All right. Who wants to go first with their home scene? This is a great chance to kind of uh, do some research, train some skills. As you know, we're trying to recover some sanity. These are going to be a little bit extended, too. So we're going to kind of do your actual home scene. We're going to do kind of a little extra scene for a person afterwards. I do have a question. Sure. I mean, I've been under my breaking point for forever. Yeah. Does that matter? No. So you're a broken agent right now, or you have broken sanity. Yeah, you I'm, keep, broken. I'm a broken yeah, you person. Keep, I guess. So... That that opens you up to a world of possibilities that are useful, uh, but it doesn't. Um, it's it's um, remember that whole disorder you picked up? It kicked in once. You can, that was don't kick in until you're kind of below your breaking point. But it's not an actively detrimental thing. It's just kind of a thing that's around at okay. all times that can cause problems. But often it's just kind of a state. I um, want to make sure, like, I'm not like constantly breaking. I'm just, I'm just. No, it. Yeah, it's. You're probably a little bit paranoid kind of thing. Like, you're probably jumping at stuff. But, yeah, like you're not, like, dribbling insane from the mouth kind of thing. You're not, like, yelling at street corners. The end is nigh. Just you are below what is considered normal mental health. And millions of people live there day-to-day kind of thing in the real world kind of thing. Like, it's people get by with bad sanity all the time kind of thing in reality. And Delta Green agents are no different. It just occasionally comes with some other problems and opens you up to being suggestive about certain things or... Maybe you notice some stuff you wouldn't notice normally. But that's neither here nor there. 
you also might react differently to someone or have a different takeaway based on kind of what the evidence you're seeing is. But that's yeah, it's it's a weird status that like it feels like it should be it should be doing more negatively to you, but it's not. It's just kind of there until it gets really bad and you start then you start stacking kind of disorders on top of disorders, and then it becomes a real problem. <laughs> hey. But yeah, so who wants to yeah. who wants to go first to their home scenes? I can go first. Jet lag. All right. What you gotta yeah. do, jet lag? You can uh, get back to nature. You can see a shrink. You can train some skills. You can try and work on some bonds. What you gonna do? I'm actually wondering if I could like train some unnatural or something. Yeah. I also, you can't. That. You can't train unnatural. You can research the unnatural though research so, the unnatural yeah you, you can okay. study the unnatural i guess is the way of thinking of it is that something you want to do i would i think we have some follow-ups that may be interesting with the yog so so thoth. sure that was muttered etc so that's what i want to okay. do all right now see so it's a you don't, you don't you don't roll unnatural you're kind of sorry i should have been more clear about that so roll a 1d4 1d4 yeah. So you gain that in a natural skill. And gotcha. how do you think you go about doing this? Like, what are you researching? He's kind of like Googling the phrase Yogg-Sothoth. You have like, you got like the Wiccan store to kind of ask around about that. Like, how are you doing this research, I guess? Um, I'm going to say I go to a local university and start asking some of the faculty if they right. know anything about this. Cool. So because you're doing this does take a detrimental effect on a bond. So subtract that three away from one of your bonds as well, because you are kind of neglecting them to go do this. But yeah, so okay. uh, you go to your local college and you kind of ask around and you eventually kind of find the the head of the occult studies department. And it's this yeah. it's, it's this uh, strange man called um, Jason Downs. And he's four foot two thick glasses, kind of crazy carny man hair, and most of what he says is absolute bullshit, but he does kind of have some books that they don't quite mention Yogg-Sothoth, they mention a Yogg-Sogoth, and that's close enough you kind of look into, and so you're kind of flipping through this, and he's kind of explaining the work for it, and I, the, 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 the thing you're reading about is the gatekeeper of knowledge and portals. It's kind of, it's some uh, some long dead kind of culture worship this thing as being the guardian of the kind of doors between worlds. Uh, Yog Sagath is this guardian? Yeah. Okay. And it kind of described as this unknowable thing, uh, a mass of never blinking eyes and that saw into every world at the same time kind of thing, seeing all, knowing all kind of thing. But yeah, their, their okay. culture's long dead. They're probably full of shit. Who, who the hell knows what they're talking about? <laughs> what the hell did they know? Uh, but also, as part of this, you learn that kind of this culture died out by, it was, it was a small kind of mountain-faring tribe in the kind of Central American region, and no one actually knows what happens to them. And by that, I mean... Some missionaries went there, and the entirety of the village that was kind of involved in this religious worship was dead. But based on kind of decomposition, this is older kind of records and stuff. It looks like they've been dead a long time, and all of them had had kind of their 
like they're in various stages of decomp. It looks like they'd all kind of ritualistically stabbed themselves through the eyes. And, but this is where it gets kind of weird. It looks like a bunch of them lived for a chunk of time after stabbing their eyes out. But again, they all died, which is weird and stuff like that. But yeah, it's kind of a weird little, makes sense. It's the occult department researching this. It's kind of a strange tribal ritual practice and kind of sends you on your way. Like you, 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 He's like, yeah, it's a weird thing to want to know about, but yeah, I, got, I guess, yeah, if that, that's what you're looking for, I suppose. That's probably the only reference I know to it. And you know that this guy thinks this is bullshit, but like knowing what you know, you're like, okay, there's something about this. Mm-hmm. This is real. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Intriguing. Yeah. Uh, but also, y- you go home. Your dog is kind of, it's, it's got some kind of, it's chewing on something. Okay. Uh, hey, girl. Uh, what you got there? She doesn't really want to give it to you. She's kind of like almost guarding it. She's kind of growling at you a little bit. I suspect it's slightly weird behavior for this. Kind of like, what you gonna do? Um, use a sterner voice. Meatball heal. All right, give me a uh, give me a persuade on that one. That's it and it's a it's a chunk of fabric. Like it's like maybe part of a dress or like a very flamboyant shirt or something. And it's a kind of pale grayish white color of like chunk of fabric of some kind, but yeah, I can kind of as you hold it up your face, very small and kind of like just like the pattern on it looks like it's almost like polka dots or kind of a little swirly pattern. As you get closer you realize this thing is covered in tiny versions of this yellow question mark symbol. I'd probably go a little insane from that because now I it's just following me around. Uh, yeah, give me a sand check on that one. Really goddamn weird. All right, who's next? We've kind of dealt with uh, Jetlag's home scene. Who's next? I'll go next. All right, so what are you going to do? I am actually going to try to repair one of my relationships. All right, you're going to kind of go and... Uh, so which one you going to go with? I'm going to try to repair uh, my relationship with my mother. All right. So we've never really talked about your mom. What is... Uh, she, we kind of mentioned she's sick or something along those lines. What's up with her? Uh, she's suffering from dementia. Yeah. So she's in like a private, you know, like a nursing home, yeah. uh, care facility. Um, I am just going to pretty much spend as much time as I can talking to her. And mainly this is twofold. This is kind of a way for, um, you know, agent jumper to basically decompress and, uh, kind of do the same thing she was doing with the therapist tell, you know, like, I got this new job, but I don't trust my boss. I think my boss is this. It was a way to press, but not really tell her any of the facts and just spend time with her and yeah. help her out with anything that she wants, you know, basically take her out to the day or something like that. Yeah. All right. So give me a sand check because you're kind of filling responsibilities. You're, you're hanging out with your mom. I'm out of a uh, 35. I'm not good at this. Yeah. Your, your, your mom's dementia gets in the way kind of thing. Like it's, you're going a little bit crazy. She's a little bit crazy. Like it's yeah, crazy. T- crazy yeah, it's, it's, you, you have a lovely day though. Uh, do you do anything special with your mom? Any like uh, any special restaurant you go to, or like is there a like a uh, park you go to that she used to love that maybe she doesn't totally remember, but like maybe it jogs some memories typically for her or something? Yeah, definitely. Uh, um, we'll go to the local library. Um, I feel like that's what my mom probably did a lot. And then uh, next doors you know, park that we still always go to. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, that's kind of where we'll spend the day. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you're you're out in the park. Um, you're talking to your mom. There's some kids playing. There's like a clown off in the distance doing some clown stuff, like normal park stuff. Aubrey. Yeah. I feel like you've been out of town a lot lately. Is everything all right? Uh, yeah, I haven't been out of town a lot. Uh, my job has taken me way different places. Way uh, way crazier places than I thought. But yeah, everything's... Uh, it's okay. You, you look tired, dearie. Are you working too hard? Oh, maybe a little. Uh, maybe it's time to take a small vacation. That sounds lovely, yes. Uh... Where are you thinking about going? Oh, I mean, hey, um, you know, I've never been to Hawaii. Hawaii might be nice, beach, warm. Hawaii is wonderful, but I, I heard of this lovely place this time of year uh, called Carcosa. I've heard it's wonderful. Cheap to go there. I've heard you never want to leave once you go. Really? You should go there. And where would this happen to be in Kansas? I don't know where Cocosa is. I just know it's by a lake, a beautiful lake. Uh, allegedly, yeah, the the sunsets over it are absolutely stunning. Yeah, well, I'll I'll definitely have to look into that. All right, so kind of like you're looking off. Um, this is weird. Why the hell is your mom talking about a place named Carcosa? It's <laughs> obviously a made up place. But also kind of looking yeah. off at the distance, this this clown's kind of waving a ribbon around in kind of like a a pattern of some kind. And it's only for a split second, but air, like but you definitely see it. It's definitely there. In the air, it's this kind of wit- ribbons whirling about. It makes this weird question mark sign you've now seen a couple places. And you swear the, the clown looks at you and winks, and then kind of joyfully runs off into the rest of the park kind of thing. Kids are chasing it. But you lose sight of it. I, uh, I resist the urge to pull out my gun and shoot him. <laughs> and, um, start counting backwards in my head, because this is all made up. This is all made up as I rock in my bench. Absolutely made up. Who's left? Who wants to go next? I'll go next. All right. What are you doing? I'd like to try to improve a stat. All right, you want to do some training? Yeah, uh, dexterity. My dexterity is pretty low. <laughs> All right, so you can't improve a stat. You can only kind of do training for an ability. Really? I thought. All right, no, yes, you can. My bad, my bad. You absolutely can. All right, nice. so reduce a uh, so reduce a non DG bond by one. Okay, I'm going to reduce. Um, brother. Yeah. So. So this is a weird one. You want to fail this. So roll the stat you want to improve. And it was a failure. 69 out of 40. All right. So failure is good. So I, I was reading this blurb. I think I can just add one. Or 1d10. Nice. Oh, sorry. So it's 1d10 sent to a skill. My bad. My bad. Yeah. So it's just one to the stat. So you're going to... So that goes up by one. How are you doing this training, I guess? Like, what are you doing to train your dexterity? Is it like... A, you're running, you're jogging, you kind of like you're playing paintball or something. What is so like, yeah, what is dexterity? Is this kind of like a agility? Dexterity is kind of your agility. It's it, it's it, yeah, it's, it's your agility stat for lack of a phrase. It's kind of your ability to dodge, it's your ability to kind of get there, it's your grace. Like 
It could be trained for anything from like doing gymnastics, even just like jumping jacks or doing some aerobics or some tai chi or something like that. I'm in Ohio. <laughs> Would I like sign up for some a martial art classes or something? I feel sure. like that would appeal to my character. Maybe sure. it's um, karate or Brazilian jiu-jitsu or something like that. <laughs> you know, just to try to get some of my old limberness back, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, some kind of martial arts for adults for kind of like improved health and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah you go to a dojo for that, you go into like the rec center for that, like uh what, what kind of place is Agent Jackal going to deal with that? I'm gonna say it's a, it's like a martial arts jo uh dojo where they offer a couple different things. So yeah. maybe they have karate and judo. Yeah. Maybe Tai Chi on the weekends or something like that. And let's say yeah. I sign up for judo. Yeah, they do and they do kids' classes during most of the day and stuff like that. Yeah, totally makes Absolutely. sense. Yeah, so you're doing one of the night classes, kind of the adult stuff. Uh, there's a kids' class in the background as you're doing this. Um, you're doing the stretches. Yeah, you, you find a, you're getting back into it. You, you're not a Navy SEAL anymore, but you're you're feeling it kind of come back to you some more. You feel like it's going to be important. Um, what's going through your head as you're doing this? Uh, kind of embarrassed that the kids are working out in the dojo, but I kind of know it's good for me. Yeah. Uh, also wondering if I can maybe form another relationship. Not really good at making friends and stuff. I mean, I kind of a homebody. Unfortunately, I do one thing for home soon, but I, I definitely understand the drive to do that. But yeah, so it's going through my head, you know. Yeah, just no. So the instructor does kind of walk over and he's watching you. He's like, a "Good form. Uh, do you have training or something in this?" Uh yeah, I used to used to be military, but it's kind of been a while and i'm looking to stay active i kind of it's, it's slightly older gentleman maybe like 50 60s extends his hand uh, sensei paul green berets where'd you serve son i was uh i was a seal actually damn a seal in my dojo <laughs> uh, i'm sure i can learn a thing or two from a beret Kind of winks at you. i mentioned that remind me of checkout and i'll give you a slight discount i call it the uh, brothers in arms discount well, I appreciate that. Yeah, walks away, and so behind you hear a crash. I'm going to whip around. Yeah, and kind of like so one of the kids has been kicked into a wall and stuff like that, and as he's fallen, he's kind of grabbed the other kid's yellow belt and pulled that off, and it's lying on the ground, and by just freak weird circumstance, it's fallen into kind of a strange question mark shape of some kind. Uh it seems almost impossible, but somehow this kind of uh, this martial arts yellow belt's fallen into that uh, the shape of that weird sign you saw. That's that's pretty improbable. I'm just gonna like stand and stare at it a little too long, maybe, and then come down and pick it up and get the belt for a second, and then maybe hand it to the kid. Yeah, and the kid's looking at you like, "What the hell, Mister? It's my belt!" Like you've never <laughs> seen a. Yellow belt before it's like kind of like as he walks like yeah. <laughs> train hard enough, sir. I guess you can earn one too. Like whatever things <laughs> like do karate say. All right. Last but not least, I need to get more sanity. All right, we going to a shrink. Is that the only way to do it? Uh, so there's a couple ways to do this. Um, you can go to therapy. That's the most effective way, hypothetically. You can also kind of go back to nature, which. I, that, that gets you some sand back. The 
depends how risky you want to be, I guess. Like therapy gets you the most sanity back, hypothetically, but also has a potential negative, but also, yeah. Back to nature is kind of like you go camping, you kind of get away from it all and just kind of tough guy milita kind of meditate, for lack of a better phrase. Which one feels more like you? Basically, it's the difference between maybe being a recover four san or six san total uh, max. Can I take my kids camping? You can, but also like you can't like it's you can't double dip and do it fulfill responsibilities at the same time. This will kind of reduce a non DG bond by one. So like maybe you take them camping, but you're kind of like off in your head the entire time, and your kids and one of your kids picks up on this and kind of feels bad that his dad's like not ignoring or kind of you're not ignoring him. You're not paying maybe as much attention as he thinks you should have. Like these kids, their 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 perception of time is weird. Can the uh, the bond instead be their mom, or does it have to be? Yeah, the kids? it can be on anyone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll dock uh, their mom a point. Perfect. Oh, yeah. So I'll take my kids camping. Yeah. So like you announce they're going camping, and she's mad at you for this, and it's like it's not your weekend, et cetera, et cetera. Like yeah, normal kind of split parenting duties. All right. So because you're doing fulfilling nature, uh, roll a sand check. 60 failure. All right. So good news is you don't lose any more sanity, but you don't really recover insanity either. Like it's maybe it's too quiet out there or something like it's it feels wrong. And like your, your kids pick up on the sum, but like it's not detrimental. It's camping. They're with their dad. It's fun. This is neat. Uh, where do you go camping? I guess like uh, go to a lake. Do you go to a um kind of into the woods like what's the plan like do a campground yeah it'd be um i mean it would be i would take them camping you know somewhere safe but still remote like and not like you know where we're parked between two other people's rvs like actually tent sure. you know yeah, out like in the woods you have to hike out to it and stuff like that sure yeah do you think i guess do you kind of do any adventuring once you're there do you go out in kind of the woods and explore stuff like uh yeah, take them hiking. Yeah. All right, so kind of one day you're off on a hike and you're following a trail and you're following the kind of the paint markers on the trees and you come to a, a fork in the road kind of thing. And on one side, there's kind of more blue dots that are kind of taking you off and trail you were following. But then to the right, there's another trail. It's yellow. And on the tree kind of after the split, you kind of see off in the distance. So kind of like, it's not a spot necessarily like the other ones are. It's got kind, of, kind of a little squiggle to it almost. Like almost it's more designed, I guess. Do you go towards it? Sure. Alright, so as you approach, like yeah, where all these are just kind of spots on a tree, this is again that weird not quite a question mark yellow sign just on this tree. Uh and one of your kids kind of runs up behind you. I'll say it's Jeff this time, kind of like, hey dad, what you looking at? Um, I'm just making sure we're on the uh, right path. I thought we were following the blue path, Dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure we didn't get off on the wrong one. All right, so kind of like he's looking around. Do you show him what you're looking at? No. All right, cool. Uh, Yeah, so give me actually... Yeah, I'm not going to make you roll for that. That'd be too dickish. Yeah, sorry, cool. You go back to the blue path and you kind of keep going. But yeah, no, that... That yellow sign was out there in the woods with you. That that weird yellow question mark. <laughs> 